Well, in today's show, we've got news about some price hikes happening at Walt Disney World. Yay! Shocked. Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort will open Old Port Royale. Interesting. Be Our Guest Restaurant adds more adult beverages. Yay. Meetups and so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good. Uh, ask you a question. Ask me. What are we doing this weekend? I don't know. What are we doing? I, I don't... I don't... I might be going to a Mickey's Very Mary's. Oh, are you? Uh, not so scary. I think at this weekend. Not so scary, really. Yeah, I think we're going on Friday. I think that's where we're going. Nice. Could be wrong. Go to Very Mary. I always I screw with the title up every time. Mickey's not, not so, so scary, scary Halloween really party. Uh, Sid is working hard trying to come up with a costume. And I'm like, let's just yeah. go. Yeah. Let's just go and experience it. She Wear the me. Donald Duckula shirt. We might. I don't know. You know the Duckula shirts are out. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Or what are the other Halloween shirts that'll get, you know, charge them up that yeah. they're almost That's the right. go in the yeah. dark? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Put um, them a light, get them all charged up, and then go out. I know some of your plans aren't Disney-related because yeah. of some new things opening up around you, yeah. uh, which is exciting. Um, but no Disney plans? No big Disney plans this weekend? No, I don't think so. All right. I'll let you know how this... Not so, have you been happens. in Not So Scary yet? No. I don't, it's not your favorite. I, yeah, it's not my favorite. I do yeah. Christmas. Cool. This year's Christmas. Last year I did Halloween. I tried to alternate. <laughs> so this year you're doing Christmas? Yeah, this year I'm doing Christmas. Good luck with the sweaters thing. You're always trying to get all the kids, yeah. the guys in the sweaters. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's a quest, my friend. It's a so, quest. If we're not going to... Uh, that's about it. So with all that being said, let's get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Today's podcast is sponsored by Dreams by Design Travel. Dreams by Design wants your vacation to be a happy adventure where families can have fun together. They believe that a magical vacation begins with careful planning, and that is exactly what you will receive with this authorized Disney vacation planner. Remember, services are free, and make sure to tell your travel planner that the Disney Parks podcast sent you. So visit dreamsbydesigntravel.com today. Uh, this might come as a shock, kids, but uh, various snacks and beverages across Walt Disney World are getting a, I don't know how to say this, substantial, and I mean substantial price, price hike yeah. uh, at Walt Disney World, and uh, we are going to, we're going to uh, really... Enjoy that because it's going to be all over the place at Walt Disney World. Uh, October 1st marked the beginning of the new fiscal year. And coincidentally, Disney fans all over the Internet are reporting price increases on snacks and Coca-Cola beverages, both fountain and bottled, <laughs> around the Walt Disney World Resort. 
happen to be craving a Coca-Cola beverage while visiting the theme parks, the 20-ounce bottle is now going to cost you $4.50, uh, which is an, an increase of $1 because wow. they were tree fitty uh, on September 30th. Wow. <laughs> Should have racked up when you had a chance. Yeah. A regular fountain beverage has gone from 3.29 to 3.99 and a large size has gone from 3.69 to 4.49. Wow. Yeah. Other examples include Dole Whip pineapple floats risen 50 cents from $5.49 to $5.99. Mickey pretzels are now $7, that's up a buck from last year. Mickey Mouse ice cream bars and sandwiches are up 75 cents. Uh, Dasani water has gone from $3 to tree fitty. Uh, and this is the one that blows my mind the most. Churros. Churros, ladies and gentlemen. Churros have gone from to flour and water and cinnamon together. and yeah. sugar. Yeah. Churros have gone from $4.50 to $6.25. If you're using the Disney dining plan during your vacation, a snack credit is still a snack credit. Uh, but if you're paying out of pocket, you're going to need to plan on spending a little bit more money if you're eating at the parks or any items you're purchasing throughout the resort. That's crazy. That is. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, uh, we have uh, four tickets left to our October 20th uh birthday bash of mickey's uh featuring historian jim corcus four go to uh, facebook.com forward slash disney parks podcast click on events and that will take you to the ticketing then on november 3rd i would do that soon because we're probably going to shut them off soon uh november 3rd we're going to the boardwalk just outside uh the bakery is probably going to be a meetup place uh, so either you can do bakery, you can do ice cream, you can get a beverage at Abercadab Bar. Uh, we're going to do that November 3rd at 7 p.m. Then November 8th, we have our infamous, world famous <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Crawl. Uh, starting at the Outer Rim at the Contemporary on the fourth floor at 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. And then we will circle around the resort loop and... <laughs> Woo, Get a, woo. Assuming the monorails are running. <laughs> Which is, we say that, that happened on the last one. It did. The That's monorail broke say. down. And it was the first night that they were doing their uh, day monorail the call. Yeah. <laughs> Suckers. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, you can do that. Uh, don't forget that you can listen to the show on your Amazon Echo or your Google. Just ask it to play the Disney Parks podcast. Don't forget to check us out at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash shop. We have some nice little uh, holiday things there for you to get. And then please rate us, review us, and share us wherever you get the show. Downcast, Applecast, Stitcher, <coughs> iTunes, Google Play, wherever it is. Yep. Uh, rate us and review us. That always helps. That would be great. Thank you. Okay. So oh, 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 we are doing this next uh, weekend. Yeah. Next weekend. Yeah. Next the, weekend. The 20th. No, the tenth. The tenth. The tenth. We're going to this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we are doing something next weekend. Look at us. We are going to the new Sebastian's for dinner. Under the sea. Oh yeah, man. Everything's better down where it's, it's wetter. wetter. Take it from me. 
So uh, Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort will now reopen. I think it opened up today, actually, as we're recording this. Old Port Royale, if I could speak tonight. In France, they call it a Royale with cheese. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's wrong movie. Well, reopen at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, along with a host of new island offerings like Banana Cabana, Calypso Trading Post, Centertown Market, Sebastian's Bistro, and a new front desk and concierge area. Additionally, Caribbean Beach will transition to using Victory Way as the new primary entrance, and it will be staffed with security starting October 5th. On October 8th, guests and cast members will no longer be able to access the resort through Buena Vista Drive entrance, and buses will not be able to enter. No. Nope. And buses will only be able to enter uh, through uh, Victory Way. I I have a feeling, because uh, this is one that they're closing. I think they're also going to close the studio entrance once they build the flyover and the new entrance uh, and shut down. Because the studios is really the only park with two entry points into the parking lot. Right. Everybody else has got Uno. One single choke point. Right. And this has got two choke points. So I think they're going to shut all that, or they're going to make that a bus-only uh, entrance. Yeah. One of the two. Or, well, at Caribbean Beach, they might be using that entrance as a, not a construction, but as a... Yeah. As a... It's a permanent entrance. Truck or yeah. something else. Delivery, cast yeah. member. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Caribbean Beach is also undergoing the following island name changes. So Trinidad North will become Barbados. Trinidad South will become Trinidad. <laughs> uh, until Old Port Royale is reopening on October 8th, the following lo- locations will be unavailable. It's all open. Yeah, it's all open, but there was a whole bunch of stuff that was closed. Uh, pick up for the Disney's... <laughs> My favorite was room 3109, closed. closed. You can have any room yeah. you want except that one. <laughs> A whole lot of bad stuff went down in that room. It's probably the construction office. <laughs> yeah, probably right. <laughs> uh, pickup for Disney's Magical Express, Disney Cruise Line, and luggage will move to the old Port Royale uh, early October 8th. Also, the island markets in Aruba and Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take, take you. Bermuda. <laughs> <laughs> will remain open until further notice. An internal shuttle to old Port Royale in the Customs House will be available for guests beginning October 8th. So lots of changes come there. And they still have not finished the tower, which is coming soon. Nope. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, guys, remember back when the day when we were having conversations like, do you think it's a good idea for them to serve alcohol at the Magic Kingdom? Remember that conversation and how quaint that was? That was cute. How how much fun that was and how we thought it was such a, a really fun... Disney says, wait, there's more. Uh, Be Our Guest Restaurant at the Magic Kingdom has recently added adult beverage to their breakfast and lunch menus. Mm -hmm. That's right. Daddy's got to get hammered before he goes and hangs out at Magic Kingdom all day. That's right. Well, this isn't a huge shock as alcoholic beverages have uh, been available during the dinner services. It seems to have caught some Disney fans by surprise. (gasps) You mean that? 
people actually want to consume alcohol during lunch and breakfast? What? What? Say it ain't so. Do you know what a mimosa is and how good they are? Mm-hmm. The new items added to both breakfast and lunch menus are as follows. The BR Guest Peach Bellini. The BR Guest Mimosa. The BR Guest Housemade Ride Sangria. And the Schaffenheimer... Schoffenhofer Pink Grapefruit Hefeweizen, which is good, uh, 16 ounce for $10. The lunch menu has more new options than breakfast with Stella Atois, which is $10. It's beer. Mm-hmm. Dr. Lucen, Dr. L. Riesling, uh, $10. And these are by the glass. These are glasses of wine or beer. Uh, George uh, Duboff, oh my God. <laughs> There's another wine from France. Uh, Cronenberg, uh, uh, 1664, Charles de Fer Cuvée, Jean-Louis Blanc de Blanc's Brut, uh, for $9, uh, Cambria, Catherine's Vineyard Chardonnay for 11 bucks, a semi Cabernet Sauvignon, uh, so there's a lot of really cool wine offerings, a couple beer offerings, that Schoffenhofer Pink Grapefruit Hefeweizen, our friend, Rick, who is not a beer guy, mm. actually liked that one a little bit. Wow. He didn't like, I'm not going to go for seconds, but right. he didn't hate it too much. But it's a great beer. It's not too not too heavy duty. But uh, So what's the over-under? You know, we we don't always have the finger on the pulse, but you think people are, like, really freaking out that there's alcohol now? I think the purists are. You know, the uh, the old school Disney people, I think, are going, what? Yeah. I think, uh, I think but people, the new millennials are probably like, why isn't there alcohol here? Well, but again, as Walt said there should be no alcohol. Well, and here's the thing, and this is this is the way I look at it. Disney cannot have it both ways. Mm. Walt did not want there to be alcohol in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that. But then they built Club Thirty Three. Didn't he have luncheons and dinners and stuff in Club Thirty Three, mm-hmm. or no. not in Club Thirty Three? In in the in uh, Disneyland, no, he didn't have any dinners and stuff. There Walt, were no dinners happening in Disneyland. Not Walt never saw a Club Thirty Three open. No, not Club Thirty Three, but mm. he had. I yeah, I don't know. I fail to believe back in those days there wasn't alcohol there. But mm. be that as it may, let's just say that there was no alcohol, sir. Okay. Walt Disney World, as Disney is so quick to remind us, is a world destination. Mm-hmm. And the world does not have the same temperament as the United States. So I think that if people are coming here from countries that usually have some type of alcoholic beverage, a Bellini mm-hmm. or uh, you know a mimosa or some sangria for breakfast or lunch, they're off-put by the fact that we don't offer that, you know. But, uh, you know, this is America, and we should live by their custom. Yeah, yeah, true, except we shouldn't make announcements then in different languages. But that's not the case. Right. We we have to cater to their needs because they're the ones coming here spending their money. Right. You can't have it both ways. Do I want alcohol in the Magic Kingdom? Eh, I could take it or leave it personally. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. <clears throat> right. I You know, that's just me. Next. Okay. All right, so guests at select Disney World resorts will get a refillable mug activation at both water parks. So due to amenity refurbishments, like at the Animal Kingdom where they took the water out of the pool. (laughs) I can't wait to go swimming. Uh, 
And uh, Coronado Springs Resort, I think they took the water out of their pool, too. Yay! Disney, World, Disney World is maintaining guest experience by offering guests complimentary refillable mug activation. So starting October 1st, all guests staying at either of those two resorts can purchase a refillable mug, which will be automatically activa- activated for free at both water parks and miniature golf. So that will include <laughs> Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon, Fantasy uh, Gardens uh, Miniature Golf, and Winter Summerland Miniature Golf. So a buddy of mine fell at the Magic Kingdom during an after-hours event, and I couldn't. I wanted a bag of ice because he twisted his ankle. Mm-hmm. I could not get a bag of ice, but I could get two churros and two pretzels. So I want to go swimming, mm-hmm. but the resort pool is closed. Mm-hmm. So here, here's a refillable mug. Enjoy. But I want to go swimming. Yeah. But here's a refillable mug. Uh, you should let me go to another resort and go to their pool. No, that's not allowed. Yeah. Here's a refillable mug. Yeah. They should let them pool hop. They else. should let them pool hop. If Or give them a free pass to the water park. Absolutely. <laughs> if I spent the money to come here, and especially Animal Kingdom, for crying out loud, yeah. that pool is the bomb.com. Yeah. I expect to be able to go to a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. But that gum. That's not that's not right, and I'm sure if somebody were to put their foot down hard enough, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. sure some type of an amenity could be procured. Yeah, that's just me though. Hey, we've been talking about Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort now a little bit, and uh, Sebastian's Bistro is accepting reservations. How do we know? We've we got one. some. <laughs> Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort at Walt Disney World has been undergoing a major refurbishment, and we are happy to share that reservations are now open for Sebastian's Bistro, where everything's better down where it's wetter. Uh, one or two of one of the two new restaurants coming to the resort. Sebastian's Bistro is described as a casual, family-friendly table service restaurant, and will feature a menu that combines. Latin Caribbean flavors with market fresh ingredients served with a warm island hospitality and waterfront views. Because I guess their pool's not drained. There's many pools there. (laughs) The newly revealed menu features a variety of items from seafood and steak to salads, sandwiches, and burgers. Balancing traditional spices with tropical flavors, uh, there's some appetizers like the Caribbean pull-apart rolls, served with guava butter, mango chutney, and Jamaican jerk oil. Uh, Find some jerks, twist them, get their oil. Uh, Jamaican meat pies with uh, guajillo, chili sauce, and arepa with uh, slow-cooked pork and chili mango barbecue sauce. Mm. I'm getting hungry. Can you tell? Uh, Signature entrees include steak skirt, chimichurri with crispy yucca, or yucca, however you want to say it. Citrus stuffed sustainable whole fish with turmeric brown rice and cilantro lime vinaigrette. Oh, this is your shot to get a whole fish, buddy. Mm. <laughs> and a whole dead fish staring back at you. Sauteed shrimp and tamales with sauteed peppers and salsa verde. Crab cake topped burger with lettuce, tomato, and horseradish mayonnaise. Crispy avocado bacon burger with chimichurri and pico de gallo. There are several vegan options available as well as the island curry eggless sandwich that is served on multigrain bread and the plant-based banh mi sandwich with cucumbers, pickled vegetables, and... Isn't banh mi Korean? 
I don't ask me <laughs> for not real meat. Uh, and miso sriracha mayonnaise. Miso sriracha. Uh, equally as important to the savory menu items, dessert is plentiful with tropical fruit, fruit, <laughs> tropical fruit flavors. Hang on. All right, got it. Inspired by the culture of Key West. Wait. Key West? It's also not the Caribbean or Latin. The mile marker zero features iced key lime pie pops with sea salt and tropical sauce. <laughs> the Bonafide pie has banana custard and chocolate ganache served with uh, a graham cracker tart and caramel sauce. Floating Island Sunday is served uh, with fresh Caribbean fruit. Uh, meringue, guava, and guanabana, guanabana sorbet, guana, guanabana, guanabana, too many anas happening, mm. Gua, G, G, U, A, N, A, B, A, N, A, guanabana sorbet. Uh, the kids' menu features some Caribbean flair as well with entrees such as whole grain penne with zucchini and roasted tomato sauce. Jerk grilled chicken, grilled shrimp skewer with cilantro lime cream, and a Jamaican meat pie. Uh, sides include sauteed green beans, mac and cheese, pizza biscuits. That's a side. Uh, cauli fries, cauliflower fries, with carrot, ketchup, and more. Oh, the kids are going to love that. Uh, tropical island-inspired non-alcoholic fruity and frozen mocktails uh, to island-inspired cocktails. Uh, with Caribbean rums are also available for everyone in the family. Guests can customize their own rum flight yes, or choose from an assortment of Caribbean and domestic craft beers. Whew. Uh, there are plenty of wines that complement the Latin flavors of the menu to choose from. Reservations are highly recommended. It oh, can yeah. be made either online or by calling 407-WDW. Say it with me in the chat room. Dine. It was easy getting those reservations as compared to the storybook dining. <laughs> I'll bet they were. I'll bet they were. <laughs> that looks good. I'm interested to try some of that. Should be fun. Yeah. All right. This next story, I'm actually kind of excited about. I think this is going to be great. We know somebody. Yeah. We we know had cocktails with this person. Uh, if you don't, go out and get. Oh, uh, show and tell. Yeah. I have it up here. It's uh, Ink and Paint. It's a book. It's by Mindy Johnson. It's a heavy book. Very heavy, very big. I would call it a coffee table book, but I think you could probably jack up your car with it. It's a very big, very thick, very heavy book, but it is fantastic. It's yeah. got a lot of history in it and a lot of great pictures that you won't see anywhere else. Uh, so uh, it's, this is the untold stories of the women of Walt Disney's uh, animation studio. Without the work of these talented women, uh, Disney today would not exist. Truth. True um, that. So they're doing a new eight-episode documentary series, uh, begin filming the upcoming direct-to-consumer streaming service Disney plans to roll out in 2019. And this is perfect, I think perfect, for that streaming service. Mm. This is that history stuff that we want to see. Right. You know, this is a really good start. I know. It's really getting me excited. Uh, it reminds you that the breakout movie, uh, reminds you of the breakout movie Hidden Figures, which was a great movie as well. Yeah, that's good. Um, it follows the women as they navigate their career opportunities inside the Walt Disney Animation Studio. With first 
person stories and archival research. We learn about the artist's early days when they were limited to ink and paint assignments. That's it. Through today, where they now can lead departments and direct films. One of the good news for the series is Ruthie Thompson, one of the early ink and paint women, is still <laughs> alive at 108. Alive and kicking. So Thompson, who they uh, covered uh, before starting at the Disney Animation Studio in 1937. Wow. As a cell cleaner and eventually rose through the ranks to become a supervising scene planner. I think the cell cleaners used to clean the cells so that they can reuse them because they were costly back in the day. Uh, Author Mindy Johnson's book was sanctioned by Disney but has been praised as an invaluable look into the unsung heroes of Disney's animation early days. It contains mainly newly discovered stories and unprecedented access to archival resources. (coughs) If you'd like to pick up a copy yourself, it's on Amazon uh, today. You can purchase it. Uh, And this is really the kind of stuff that I want to see being produced by Disney. Yeah. Now, I would love to see a Walt and Roy story. Yeah. So, uh, so here's anybody, anybody. (laughs) Here's the funny thing. So I got the CBS. I get the CBS streaming thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because my wife and I are nerds. A, we like Star Trek. B, we like a lot of the CBS TV shows, right? Right. And one of the shows that they have is the story of uh, Jack Parsons, basically the American uh, inventor of, you know a lot of the jet propulsion that we use to mm. rockets into space, right? JPL Laboratories, sounds mm-hmm. familiar? So they, they've they been wanting to do this story for a long time. And what outside of what he did for the rocket industry, he had this weird thing happen with the occult. His story is fascinating. Mm-hmm. I say all that to say this. Okay. If Disney's doing a streaming service, they could do a series on the women of the ink and paint department. They could do an eight or ten sh- series of that, and that'd be fascinating. man. You know, the nine old men, the story of Roy and Walt before the Disney Studios. Mm-hmm. They could do the story of how the studios was overrun. And, not overrun, that's wrong. How they used the studios during World War II. Two, yeah. There's so many amazing stories that could be told just mm-hmm. about the Disney family, as well as the launch of this new medium called full-length animated. I mean, the story of getting, you know, Snow White off the ground, or a Bambi, or... Mm-hmm. You know what they did for Mary Poppins. Yeah, story of the um, the brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, Sherman's. Sherman brothers. Mm-hmm. Th- those are stories that a God bless him. Thanks. Haven't necessarily been told to the extreme that we like. God Pardon me. And B would be great fodder for the streaming service. Yep. I mean, take take a couple million dollars and go spend it and do a series on Walt. You know, the Walt Before Mickey movie's done really, really well. So yeah. why couldn't they do a, you know, an eight-episode arc of this and tell that story the way it should be told? Walt Before Oswald. Right. <laughs> tell the story of Oswald, for yeah. crying out loud. That whole how he created Oswald and then how he was successful and then how they came in and stole it. Mm-hmm. And then the very last episode should show him on the train doodling a mouse. Yep. That... that is compelling to me. Yep. Not that I know anything about TV because it's not like I watch it or anything. 
Um, hey, if you're interested, we've got some RCI info uh, session on RCI info session on October 17th. Mm-hmm. Disney Vacation Club owners looking to learn more about the RCI Exchange Program. What does RCI stand for? Oh, I can't remember. Okay, so I'm reading a story that I literally <clears throat> just... It, just if you're a DVC member, you know what this is about. Okay. Uh, you can sign up for a seminar later this month at Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary Resort. RCI is a timeshare exchange program allowing Disney Vacation Club owners to redeem their points for literally thousands of other destinations around the world. On Wednesday, October 17th, members are invited to attend an RCI information meeting from 1.30 to 2.30 at the Top of the World Lounge. This is something that should be recorded and or streamed. Mm. The session is designed to address a number of frequently asked questions, including booking RCI destinations, using points versus cash, how to effectively conduct searches, and options for nightly versus weekly stays. Complimentary snacks and beverages will be offered during the live session. Space is limited. Interested owners should contact AC Vacation Club member services to register. And if you can't come to this event, you should really put a bug in somebody's ear about making sure that it's videotaped and or streamed. It's funny. On the RCSA, they don't tell you what RCI stands for. It's very simple, Disney. Here, I'm going to show you. Pick a cell phone. Any cell phone will do. Put it on a, on a podium. Hit record. Hit Facebook Live. Hit YouTube. It's very simple. doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah. What do I know? I don't know. I, I don't know everything about it. I'd be interested to go, but I don't know if I want to sit through it. <laughs> Unless, of course, the bar's open and Mike's there, and then I'm... But I'm all right. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. All right. Uh, Tim Allen was on The View. Yeah. And compares the ending of Toy Story 4 to Avengers Infinity War. Lotso comes back, snaps his fingers, and half the toys disappear. Could be. That's got to be we ter- don't know. That's terrifying. Yeah. So next summer uh, movie season won't really get started until the 4th when Toy Story movie from Pixar is in theaters June of 2019. It seems like a long time ago and a far, far away. But work for the uh, voice actors recently wrapped up and Tim Allen is talking about his work on the film. Uh, If the end of Toy Story 3 when the toys looked like they were heading uh, for the incinerator left you emotional wreck you may want to pack extra dishes for Toy Story 4 shoot me in the head in an interview with CBS The Talk Tim Allen said talked about the upcoming movie and said quote unquote I don't want to give it away but this is this is an incredibly great story end quote Allen went on to compare the plots of Adventures Infinity War and Toy Story 3 Toy Story 3 Infinity War. Didn't seem like it was going to work, Alan said. And if I was a lot of vignettes, that all made... (laughs) And and there were a lot of vignettes that all made sense. That all made sense. There you go. Uh, This Toy Story 4 is so emotional. It's so funny. It's so big. The idea of what they've come up with. Tim Allen quoted, Toy Story 3 was amazing, but this... Dot, dot, dot. 
I couldn't even get through the last scene, Tim said. There are great characters. A couple of scenes near the end were really tough to get through. Uh, we actually don't know the plot of Toy Story 4, but Mr. Allen makes it sound set up and very tearful ending uh, for the franchise. Toy Story 4 rolls into theaters June 21st, 2019. So no Toy Story 5 then? I guess not. Wow. I guess not. I, I heard that line where he says, I couldn't even get through the last scene. And I'm like, oh, God. And my mm -hmm. mind went right back to sitting in the theater mm -hmm. at, at Crying. Disney. <laughs> that scene where, where, you know, Buzz does that yeah. thing. And, oh, my God. And all of the adults. Were, were you with us on that one? No. All these adults, you can hear them sniffing. Mm. And then this one little kid says, Why are you crying, Mommy? Really yeah. loud. And like that broke the tension. But mm. God, it was brutal. I was uh, actually in State College uh, when Toy Story 3 came out. And I'd gone in the middle of the day because the movie theater was only like uh, 500 feet from my house. And then maybe six people in the movie theater. And I was sitting in the back. I, know. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to cry in this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for Toy Story 4. I really don't. I'm going to have to really get emotionally worked up. Um, yeah. You'll always have all that. <laughs> Holy shit, if you could see what I'm looking at right now. Anyway, sorry. Um, so, to come off that emotional roller coaster, my Disney experience has been updated ahead of the date-based ticket pricing. Oh, nice. I got both the pricing stories this week. Oh, really? I got the first one was the price of the food's gone up. Yeah. Now I get the date-based pricing. All right. With the rollout of date-based ticket pricing around the corner, my Disney experience uh, and Walt Disney World vacation planning tool is receiving a refresh. The new design should aid in streamlining the planning process and help guests navigate what will soon be a much more complicated ticketing system. More complicated than what we have right now. Good job, guys. Good job. Wasn't your job to make it easier? Dadgummit. Users will be able to view a step-by-step -step process, which will include important dates, uh, when they can start booking dining reservations of Fast Pass Plus selections, users can customize plans for each individual member of the party and uh, can more easily see shared plans. Uh, plans are also more easily visible by date, making it easier for users to keep track of their plans while on their vacation. The ability to track plans, uh, to change plans as needed, will be much easily, much more easily visible. The changes can currently be found on the My Disney Experience website and are expected to move to the app soon. This story has nothing to do with the date-based ticket prices. Yeah. You notice what they did there? Yeah. Oh, look at all these things. You're going to go over here. Right. And, hey, don't don't mind what my left hand is doing right now. Uh, look, kids. I'm don't worry about the big price increase over right. here. Yeah, look at all these fun things you can look do Look at all the plans. nice web design we did over here. Look at all the cool things you do with your plans and stuff now. Look, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll be really honest with you. I know a lot of Disney people, especially people who are long-time listeners to this podcast are are probably very familiar with booking their Disney vacations, very familiar with, with the My Disney Experience app, but there's a lot of people who aren't. So I want to make it very, very simple for you. <clears throat> Pick up the phone or go to uh, 
dreamsbydesigntravel.com. Let them handle a lot of this for you. <laughs> They'll make it easy. And guess what? Free of charge. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what travel agents are for. They, they make the murky very clear. And this is a very murky thing right now. And I understand that, you know, we can see all these plans and do all this. I still go back to things happen technologically. We lose fast passes or I'm seeing my passes and you're not seeing my passes. Yeah. And we're all, it happens all the time. This is not a perfect system. I got to cut down on, I think, on how many friends I have. Yeah. Because I, I, see, I, I see way too many plans in my. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. you keep it all straight, but yeah. you, you figured out, I guess. So, you know, good for you. Yeah. All righty. So and I I'm guess... still really not perfectly clear on what the day date ticket pricing really is <laughs> yeah we don't we don't know what we don't know yet yeah. that's the that's the thing it's uh it's gonna be so. one of those things when it happens we're gonna be like holy cats that's that's what you were doing with yeah. that that's that's crazy all right here we go all right good headline news <laughs> sounds like an alarm clock it does sound like an alarm clock i could i could i could wait Oh no, that's not it. That's not. That's it. a chainsaw. That's a chainsaw. This is it. Oh, oh no, that's that's a toilet that's, flushing. That's something else. What? No, that's not it. That's a bit. Oh, that's that's me cussing. That's how I feel after I see my prices for tickets for Disney. <laughs> should we just do the news? Oh, we should just do the news. Okay. Uh, the Magic Kingdom, Tom Sawyer Island, is to close for two-month refurbishment. What else? What do you have to do to the island? There's nothing there. Have to fix the swing? The the rope? Picnic benches need to be painted or something? I don't know. Whatever. I think it's because they're doing the work around the, the lagoon. Yeah, they're pretty they can't up. shuttle yeah. people across. Yeah. <laughs> uh, southbound World Drive flyover is opening on October 16th. Woohoo! North and southbound flying yeah. over. So now if you're leaving, you'll know, just fly right over. Now if you're leaving the parks or if you're leaving the resorts? I think both. Huh, interesting. I think it'll be both. Cool. Uh, hey, new cast uh, member uh, costumes debuted at Dinosaur. Wow. I was hoping they were going to be Indiana Jones and that was yeah. going to be a tip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they were, they're not like that. They're not. No. Hey, you remember back in the day when Disney was doing this thing like they were they were downsizing how many different costumes mm. characters have? Yeah. I guess not so much anymore. No. Oh well. No. Well, there's probably a new costume person and they want to keep their job. <laughs> Who wouldn't? I get that. Totally get that. Uh be our guest uh dinner received a price increase. So they poured in the alcohol, but they raised the price. Good on you, Disney. Good on you. <laughs> And then the Tomorrowland Speedway closure date announced for the work for the Tron Coaster, uh, January 1st, 2019. That'll probably be gone until 2021. Really? You think it'll be Because they're going to shrink it up. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're going to change they're it gonna up. They're going to rejig it. And then uh, I'll bet you do the a Tron dollar to a donut, they'll figure out a way to rejig it a lot faster. Because they don't want to lose that attraction. That's a lot of people they put there on that ride. Yeah, but uh, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff happening back there. Fair enough. Fair that enough. may not allow people to be driving cars. I get that, but, but aren't, they just, aren't they basically just shortening the track? Yeah, but I think the 
walkover thing to the trolley. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. It's going to have to be constructed. Because now when you exit Space Mountain, you exit through this back way, mm. and you have to wait and then cross over the railroad track. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah, because when we did the train, train thing, I was like, why are there people over there? On the opposite side of the track. Right. And it's because they were exiting Space Mountain because that whole entrance area is being What a mess. What yeah. a mess. So there's a cast member on each side. Right. Stopping traffic. Gotcha. You know, did a little rope. Stick. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to add? No. All right, my friends. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen. We want to make sure that you come find us over at DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can check out all of our show archives as well as our blog post articles and links to our amazing sponsor like our friends at dreamsbydesigntravel.com. Make sure you find us at Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube all at Disney Parks Podcast. You can also find us on the Twitter at Disney Podcaster. Shoot us an email if you'd like to. Maybe you've got a trivia answer. Maybe you just want to leave us a comment. Maybe you want to give us some love. You can shoot us an email at DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. Make sure that you rate us and review us. Give us a thumbs up. Maybe even share this video if you're watching live every Monday night at 8 p.m. We do a live show, checking it out. And uh, if we don't see you online, then we will see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through